Welcome to your Daily Threat Intelligence Briefing. Today is Monday, October 30th, 2023, and this is presented by the Dark Web Detective. Join us as we dive into the murky waters of new malware masquerading as a popular software and take a closer look at Ransom's group potential rebranding that is raising eyebrows. Stay with us as we unravel the digital threats lurking in the shadows and the innovations ready to light our way. You won't want to miss this. First, in our threat landscape overview, we examine today's foremost cyber threats. Recent observations have identified a new cyber attack method where malicious actors are misusing MSIX Windows app package files, a format meant for developers to package and distribute apps to Windows users. These malicious packages imitate popular software like Google Chrome, Microsoft Edge, Brave Grammarly, and Cisco WebEx to spread a new malware loader called Ghost Pulse. What is concerning is that these MSIX packages require code signing certificates, which means the cyber criminals behind this either bought or stole these certificates, indicating a well-resourced operation. How does it work, you might ask? Well, the users are tricked into downloading these packages through tactics such as compromised websites, SEO manipulation, or malicious advertisements. And when the user clicks to install an MSIX file, it triggers a chain of events that ultimately download Ghost Pulse from a remote server. The process involves multiple stages, with initial payloads disguised as legitimate files like Oracle VM VirtualBox service, but with hidden malicious intent. Additionally, the process takes advantage of DLL sideloading, which allows the malware to fly under the radar, avoiding detection from any antivirus and machine learning scanners. Once the malware is in the system, it uses a technique like module stomping or process doppelganging to load and run the final set of malware programs like SecToprat, Vidar, Luma, and NetSupportRat. A new threat campaign named ElectroLeak is capitalizing on Amazon Web Services credentials which are mistakenly exposed on GitHub repositories. This exploitation aids in cryptojacking operations using the AWS infrastructure to mine cryptocurrency specifically Monero. Here's what you need to know. The campaign has been active since at least December 2020, and these cyber criminals have automated their operations to the extent where they can target exposed AWS identity and access management credentials within four minutes of them appearing on GitHub. They do this by quickly cloning and scanning repositories for these keys. A significant part of this campaign's efficiency lies in the exploitation of vulnerabilities in GitHub secret scanning and AWS's own protective mechanism against compromised IAM credentials. Once inside, attackers perform an account reconnaissance operation, set up AWS security groups, and launch multiple EC2 instances for their mining activities, taking advantage of high-performance instances for faster cryptocurrency mining. Interestingly, the cryptojacking software used in the operation is downloaded from a Google Drive URL a tactic designed to appear benign and bypass security measures. The specific Amazon machine images used in this threat actor operation are private and they're not listed on the AWS marketplace. And for the last article of the Threat Landscape Overview, the vast realm of knowledge sharing is under threat. Next, we'll explore how attackers are manipulating Wikipedia pages to mount redirection attacks on Slack users. Security experts at eCentire have unveiled a new threat vector that malicious actors can utilize to mislead business users 
on Slack into accessing harmful websites. Themed wiki Slack attack? Here's how it works. Attackers choose a Wikipedia article that is relevant to the target. They modify this article to insert a legitimate footnote at the end of the first paragraph. Then the modified article is shared in Slack and a formatting glitch in Slack's page preview creates a link that is not actually present on the Wikipedia page. Unsuspecting Slack users, when enticed by well-crafted grammar, may click on this misleading link. This would take them to a website which is controlled by the attacker, ready with browser-based malware. For the attack to function properly, two things are required. The first word of the article's second paragraph should be a top-level domain, and both the footnote and the TLD should appear within the initial 100 words of the article. This attack strategy is somewhat of a numbers game, with attackers aiming to alter numerous Wikipedia articles and acquire domains, each to maximize the likelihood of ensnaring their target. They can also exploit Wikipedia's traffic statics to identify high-traffic articles for their operations. Next in line is the Vulnerability Dispatch, where we encounter a company we're all familiar with, a brand often perceived as a fortress of security, Apple. As we delve deeper, you'll learn that even the mightiest of tech giants are not immune. Apple has rolled out a series of security updates for a range of devices, from iPhones to Macs to the TVs and watches. Among the vulnerabilities patch, one stands out due to its severity, CV 2023-3843, about this critical vulnerability. This vulnerability affects the iPerf 3 before version 3.14. iPerf 3 is a tool that's used for measuring the maximum achievable bandwidth on IP networks. This vulnerability could let attackers cause an integer overflow and heap corruption by manipulating a crafted length field. To ensure you're protected against this, make sure your devices are updated immediately to mitigate the risk from this critical vulnerability. While this vulnerability is a part of a concern due to its high severity rating, Apple has also addressed several other vulnerabilities in its latest updates. Always keep your devices updated to protect against potential threats. And now for our ransomware report. This is where we talk about everything ransomware. A new ransomware as a service brand, Hunters International, has been identified as a possible rebranding of the notorious Hive ransomware operation. There's striking similarities in the malware codes of Hunters International and Hive. Notably, a malware analyst and reverse engineer by the name of Vervitna pointed out that the Hunters International malware seems to be a sample of Hive Ransomers version 6. Another security researcher, Paul Thomas, found maintained Hive Ransomer strings in Hunters International code with over 60% of the code in Hunters International matching Hive Ransomware. The group behind Hunters International is refuting claims of the association with Hive. They maintain that there are newcomers in the ransomware scene and they have purchased Hive source codes, including the website and older versions. They also highlighted some of Hive's mistakes in their code, which they claim to have rectified. They focus more on data theft, to use it as leverage for ransom. When the ransomware encrypts files, it adds a .locked extension. Victims are given instructions to contact attackers via Tor-based chat pages unique for every victim. Their data leak site is currently only listing one victim, a UK school. They claim to have exfiltrated approximately 50,000 files from this institution, 
which includes student and teacher information, as well as network and web credentials. The original Hive ransomware operation abruptly ended after international authorities seized their Tor payment and data leak sites. You might be asking yourself, why is Hive selling all of this data to a newcomer? Well, the original Hive ransomware operation abruptly ended after international authorities seized their Tor payment and data leak sites. This crackdown was possible due to the FBI's successful infiltration of Hive's infrastructure. They monitored the group's activities for half a year from July 2022. The FBI estimates that Hive compromised around 13,000 businesses amassing around 100 million in ransoms. The Bureau was able to distribute more than 1,300 decryption keys, helping them recover from Hive ransomware attacks. While Hunter International's future remains uncertain, their data leak site suggests that they are serious about their activities even if they currently appear to be less active than their alleged predecessor. And now we shift our focus to another menacing player in the cybercrime arena, Lockbit. Both stories highlight the evolving and adaptive natures of cyber threats, with Lockbit's tactics showcasing just how sophisticated these malevolent actors can become. Lockbit, which is a formidable cybercrime ransomware group, has claimed another victim, Boeing. This incident prompts concern over how major companies like Boeing can fall prey to ransomware attacks. So let's break down how these threat actors are so successful. They start out with a core team of 10 individuals known as Bitwise Spider. Active since 2019, they handle key operations such as money laundering and penetration testing. They work with nearly 100 affiliates, which allows them autonomy in ransomware operations from negotiations all the way to the payments. Lockbit's funds are laundered mainly through Chinese money exchanges, and the group supposedly operates restaurants both in China and in New York. However, they have faced issues like decreasing credibility due to inconsistent data leaks and the lack of support to affiliates. Additionally, they lost their primary developer recently, which impacted the, the development of new ransomware versions, which security vendors took advantage of, being able to successfully prevent some versions of Lockbit deploying. The Anissa report identifies Lockbit as a significant player in the ransomware attacks, with its leading presence in Europe. The article hypothesizes that the security community might be overlooking some of Lockbit's unique techniques. Lockbit primarily depends on remote access software and specific MITRE attack techniques. Proactively hunting for tools like rclone, prefilesyn, and mega, commonly used by Lockbit, can be beneficial. Addressing these overlooked vulnerabilities is crucial in fortifying security against ransomware threats. And that wraps up this episode of the Daily Cyber Threat Intelligence Brief. Remember, in the digital realm, it's always better to be a step ahead and a step behind. Stay vigilant, stay informed, keep your data guarded. Until next time, surf safely and keep those firewalls blazing. This is the Dark Web Detective signing off.